Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. A licky boom boom down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, remember that song Informer by the band Snow? Yeah, yes. Or is it Snow by the band Informer? No, it's Snow. Snow is the uh, guy. I would, I would, we would go to this place called like roller rink i think actually that's so funny that you brought up snow because um my girlfriend's sister i think like posted something on instagram and then like hashtagged or tagged snow in it really and he had he responded to it yeah he's got nothing going on he's like responded to the thing i'm pretty sure that's yeah that's it that's it by now he's like just melted ice like that's his new name (laughs) (laughs) formerly snow water (laughs) yeah they used to play that song at Roller King, yeah. which was the roller rink by my house. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like go and skate around and just be like, hi, boys. Like, and then, like I feel like I was eight years old and I'd be skating all around just like, check yeah. me out. And then I'd oh fall. Oh, my in gosh. Hi. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. We got uh, a jam-packed episode here. We are jamming. I, I was just, I was like, you came over and I'm like, uh, we got some things to talk about. We got some things to talk about. First this past week in the office, I'm trying to learn everyone's name yeah. at my job because I still it's been like four months, so I yeah. still don't know anyone's name. And I was like, they, everyone has their little name placards by their cubicle. Yeah. So I was like, I would walk by and kind of think about their names to myself and be like, okay, this is David, this is Betty, this is Lisa. And so, sure. uh, but then one day I like I said something about like this is Jesse, and then he looked up and kind of went hi, and I realized I was saying it all out loud. <laughs> <laughs> walking like, around with my like sequined owl like, backpack and i'm just like i've worked with these people for four months and i'm just like just like walking through this the is office Jessie. this Jessie. is brenda yeah brenda <laughs> yeah. i forgot i was whispering oh man to a loud roar i don't feel like i'm killing the office game these oh, days oh man i know oh but i do feel like i have unbalanced testosterone <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know what is going on with you i don't know i just feel really good and happy oh you do I'm free flowing all right all right how are you I'm good. I'm having a good week. Actually, yeah, yeah full. You look jam- so skinny to me. Oh, thanks. You do. Working it out. Or not, men don't like really like to hear skinny. You look no, so we do. teeny we do. tiny. No, the teeny tiny is definitely not a thing men want to hear. Spelt? Wow, that's really teeny tiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, eating differently. Lost about 20 pounds. Oh, my God. Don't. You're perfect the way you are right now. Though. I want to get. I'm going to get down a little bit more. What's the goal? Uh, goal is one. I actually had a dream last night. Not kidding, that I ate an entire pizza because no one was watching. Really? Yeah. And oh I woke gosh. up and I felt guilty. Oh. I did. I felt guilty because I was like, I've totally gone against everything. I was doing so good. No, yeah. you look really good, but I'm just, you know, the Jewish part of me is like, eat, eat, don't get too skinny. No, I know, I know. Well, let me get down to a weight that I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, it's okay. fine. It's fine. Uh, it's been hard though. It's been hard because I cut out alcohol completely, 
But then in one week's time, both my girlfriend and I had a birthday. Oh, my And it was like gosh. party central. Yes. Party central. You guys have been nonstop. And I didn't drink during that time. I didn't drink at her party. I didn't. So I was going to ask. Okay, yeah. so we went to a very nice, beautiful picnic party Amazing. that you guys hosted. Uh, yeah. What was up with like a lot of like other people coming to the you're, you're so nice by the way you're way nicer than i am uh, oh you mean like we were feeding like the entire, oh yeah so we had set up this a, whole picnic thing in a public park and uh uh then you've always got people like rolling around and, and it was so funny like uh i don't know if they're homeless or just people like traveling through or whatever but we had one guy come up he was on his bike and he's just riding through and uh, he came into the party because we had a pinata, a Trump pinata that we had hung up on the tree. And it was still hanging there after the fact. It was like busted in half and candy all over the ground and stuff. And this guy came over and was like, oh, that's hilarious. And like wanted to take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. No problem. Take right, a picture. Take a picture. Keep on rolling. Though. Yeah. And then he was like, there's all this alcohol out and we've got food out. And, and I said, uh, there was all this candy from the pinata. And I said to the guy, hey, man, yeah, if you want to grab some candy, go ahead and grab it. Right. And he goes. Oh, no, I'm good with the candy. I'll take a drink, though. And I was like, what? Like, I was kind of like, wait a minute. Like, uh, and I just laugh. I just laugh in those awkward moments. I was like, all right. And then I didn't get him a drink. Cause I was oh, like, really? Yeah, because I was like, you don't do that. Like, I just feel like that's really rude. Yes. The etiquette of that, you know, as we know from our past person, Elaine Swan, you are, you know, that's just not part of the etiquette exactly. protocol yep. that I live in. And so I was a little like all right, dude, I offered you this and you said no, but I'll take some alcohol. Right, like yeah. I was like, no, man, because I didn't bring all this. So what are you going to do? Go take someone else. I just, it's expensive too. It, it really it, is yeah, honestly it, expensive. And then I was like, well, whatever. You know, I was like, if you want some food, man, we got some extra food. Everyone had already eaten at that time. So I didn't feel, you know, because we bought all the food and right. we were fed everybody. And it was like, if we've got extra and nobody's eating, then the people that we've invited to our party, they, they've, you know, we had this thing. And so I said, go ahead and grab some food if you want, man. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about a beer? And I was like, <laughs> okay, dude. Like, and again, I'm just like, that's a little rude. But then someone else at the party was like, yeah, you can have a beer here. And he like opened his bag and gave him a beer. And I was like, well, that's cool as long as he's fine. But um, so he then he's standing there hanging out with us. And then he was he, also talking he went, about conspiracy theories, but yeah. freaking me out. Yeah. And also he had like a big giant arm sore. Yeah. Just, I don't know if you saw yeah, it, but I his arm it. was, but, and I'm like, sir, I'm trying to eat my potato salad. Yeah. And like, I don't need you. It was just like, it was a little, like he overstayed his welcome for sure, but like tried to include him and I gave him a plate of food and it was like, it's fine. We got more than enough. Then out of nowhere. Now this is not a park filled with people. It's kind of like off the beaten path. And there weren't that many people when we were in a very secluded area. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, uh, like as soon as your dog shits and the flies come over, that's probably that's a, that, what it was. That's probably a really bad way to describe this. No, but it's, it's like true. Out of nowhere, people were just there. Like, yes. wait, how did you get here? It's the and, park people. Yeah. And so this guy comes up and he goes, let me try to remember exactly what he said. Cause it was so creepy. This guy, I know, uh, like a middle-aged white dude, very kind of clean looking, but mm-hmm. like had a backpack and the, he looked like he had been like going door to door selling Bibles maybe a little bit. And, he but did, he, but he had but an ear thing, which he did he, for me that opens up my heart, uh, like, like, like a he hearing deaf? aid or something. Oh, I didn't even which see it. That, that's the difference for me of like raging, uncaring bitch. And then like person crying on the floor. It was is so like, interesting because he came up. And in one swift movement, okay, he walked up to me. I was standing there. And I'm standing on the side where the plates and the food is starting in this long line of a buffet. And he walks up. And as he's saying the words that I'm going to tell you, he said, he's grabbing a plate at the same time. Oh, my gosh. And he goes, it's a three-day weekend. It'd be lovely to enjoy this food as he's grabbing a plate. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't even know what to do because I was just like... That wasn't him asking. That was him telling me he was grabbing a plate of food. And then putting you in the situation that yeah. if you said no, you would then be like a oh, bad I'm a human. Total, I'm a total dick. So right. I was like, yeah, man. Like, I'm just, a, I'm like surprised at the ballsiness of yes. this. It's like, uh, no, I don't want the candy, but I'll take a beer. Right. Uh, it's a three-day weekend and I'd love to enjoy this food. As he's grabbing a plate and the first like part of food, I'm just like. <laughs> Am I? What is going on here? I know. Like, it's not. If somebody comes and is like, "Hey, uh, you guys look like you're having a great time. You know, it, it, would you mind if I had some food? Do you have any extra?" I would be like, "Absolutely." And in the end, I still said, "Absolutely." But I was just like, 
wow, the balls on these people. It is. It's um. It's an expectation. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. Totally it makes me that. feel Republican, to be yeah. quite honest. When that kind of stuff happens, I'm just like, I think yeah, I get I more conservative. I know. Day. But, but anyway, we, I mean, we, food we're, for all in theory. Right. Socialism. We've got plenty. Yeah. In, and that's the thing is like, I have plenty of food. Yes, we I'm have plenty starving. of food. I'm not starving. We can get the, these guys food. It's yes, not a big deal. you're very nice about that. But I look over at one point and both of those men were talking and they were saying, they were talking about something about like, like WikiLeaks or something like that. <laughs> the beer guy was talking yeah. to the three weekend guy about the WikiLeaks. And like, as he's doing it, his like, arm is literally like wiki leaking blood like on oh. the floor <laughs> and i'm just like okay no ketchup for me no oh. relish for me so yes you're well, very long nice long story short we are celebrating birthdays and so and it was nice to socialize as a double date yeah together yeah it was me great. and those two guys and yeah. you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you guys what else did you do for your birthday madness oh actually the best part this was so awesome uh my friend ian shout out to ian, ian. who uh is quite a hit at social events. I feel like he makes an impression on people where the opposite of the people stealing food, where every, everyone think, loves Ian. Yeah, he's a great conversationalist and a really funny guy. And I feel like men love him. Women oh yeah. want to be him. No, I think it's the other way around. No, no we, we've seen some evidence Someone. of the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ian did a really cool thing. He bought me, uh, me and Britt uh, tickets to go see this concert at the Belly Up. Here's a local awesome venue. Uh, where Meryl sucked a stripper's dick, and so <laughs> we um, that definitely came up when we were at really? the venue. Aww, yeah, so we're I like, hey, you see exactly right up there, where? see right up there. That's where. Okay, so anyway, it's um, like MTV Cribs, but like just different, <laughs> like MTV Cribs. Nobody. He bought me uh, tickets to go see this concert, uh, Lee Fields and the Expressions. <gasps> For and, real? Yeah, and it was amazing. Oh my god, Lee's really good. Uh, that yeah, is one of yeah. my favorite podcast guest so oh you had him as a podcast yep for really Bell, yeah. yeah yeah he was really really awesome and great fun. oh my god what i loved about him is that like after the concert he's one of those guys who's like hey i'll be out in the front uh signing records and kissing babies and whatever mm -hmm. right and so we bought a record we stuck around and we had him sign it and he was so kind he was so kind uh, he didn't have to do that. Most concerts don't do that. Right, yeah. And he was just like standing there and he kept throughout the entire concert. He was like, are you happy? And like kept asking if we're all happy and everyone was shouting. It was just like his energy was fantastic. Electric. I love it. Lee Fields and the Expressions. Check them Check out. Check him out. I feel like I'm impressed with... Uh, when young people and I'm considering you a young person loves like soul music, like Sharon Jones, I, I think, love, you know, and yeah. who was, who was one of Lee's good friends. And then I can't, did Charles Bradley, Charles pass Bradley away? passed away. And that he was did. one of his good friends. Too. He was we another about that. belly upper that, uh, yeah. was like very kind and very sweet and who had fame later on in his life. You know, he was homeless for yeah. a great deal of his life. And it's really cool to see these kind of soul musicians get their recognition. I love, I mean, I just think it's amazing when you, you meet someone who's famous or even, sort of famous and they're so genuine and kind yeah. to you when they don't have to be and i'm sure like some you know someone like george clooney uh, he can't go anywhere without getting people going oh my god it's george clooney let's take a picture blah yes. blah blah and so i understand how that could get really irritating but when you don't have to take the time and you do take the time you see that with like the rock or dwayne johnson oh yeah he's always being so he's cool so with cool. people i love him and i just love that i love it I love it. And the, the expressions are like a hot band. Yeah. Like I also love the pairing of like an older soul what I, person what with I like loved, a young cool band. Yeah, what I loved is like uh, the band came out and it was like uh, maybe seven people in the band, right? Mm -hmm. All white. And yeah. and then Lee Fields comes out and he is just yep. just James Brown exactly like, yep and I'm like I love this don't those guys all look the, like his ba backup band they look like just Austin like they look oh, like they're yeah. from Austin oh, and yeah. they're all been like studying definitely at music colleges and definitely now Bo do they're you great. dance I really want to see your I'll moves. do a little dance a little wiggle <gasps> here and there you wiggle I do a little bit of a to wiggle. like the left and the right or just yeah. like one side yeah yeah wow all around. Upside now, downtown. are you the person that's like bumping into others at concerts? Right? Okay, don't even assume that I could be like that. I'm not that guy. So in you're fact, not wiggling I, wildly here. Spatial awareness is so important to me. <laughs> it's like, so excuse important. me, I need you at like a yeah. No, I angle. hate when I'm like when you're in a concert and it gets a little rowdy. Ugh. I had that because I am a little ska girl at heart for mm -hmm. my, and I went to go see the Boston's, and I feel like their fan base is now 35 years old and climbing. But when they started playing, like a crazy mosh pit broke out and I just felt like, Oh, I know this is so lame, but now I'm like concerned for my safety. Like I was just trying to enjoy the show. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's like these shirtless people and I'm just kind of like, 
I don't know. It just seems like I'm like, they're not the sex pistols. Like, just watch the show and calm down. Wait, stop. Yes. I want to do a bug bite right now. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready with mine. Yuck. Bug bites. People at concerts that scream out the song they want to hear. (gasps) Shut the fuck up. Right. These guys have a set list, an idea. They know what they're doing. They didn't just get up on stage and go, well, now what do we do? Right. And I just want to turn to them and just be like, die immediately. (laughs) I fucking hate that. I really fucking hate that. I really hate that. And what I loved, actually, what I loved about Lee Fields, he didn't sing the song they were asking for. (gasps) I I almost want to believe that he was like, Nope. nope. You now, ain't getting it. Yeah, now that song is, he's going to go back and yeah. take every copy of his CD and take it off yeah. the track. And here's an anti-bug bite. Well, no, here's another bug bite. Here's another bug bite. Fuck. You know what else I fucking hate? What? I'm just going to talk about concerts. People who go to a concert, okay? Mm-hmm. I get it. You want to film it. You want to take some photos. Oh, yeah. I get you it. You want to prove it's that you're It's totally there. fine. Yep. But there is a point in which you have taken too much video and too much photography you need to put your phone fucking away because there was a guy last night right in front of me and he kept every fucking 30 seconds. He'd put his phone up. He's recording for a minute and a half. I'm like, I want to watch the concert. Yes. I don't want to watch you filming the concert. Put your fucking phone down. And I really wish, honestly, it's not their responsibility, but I wish the fucking band would step in and go, hey guys, listen, we get it. And actually, you know what? LCD did this. <laughs> LCD Sound System did this. They were fucking awesome about it. I love them, it. yeah. Second song, they go, okay, guys, we know that you want to take some video and some photo. And we get that. We totally get that. But you know what? We're going to do this song. Everybody get your phone out. Really? Take That's a video. Cool. That's take some cool. photos. And then put your phone fucking away. Yeah. And let's enjoy this as a, as a collective. Yes. This is the only time you're going to see this. I don't want any video. I don't want any photography. Just let's watch the concert. And everyone was like, yeah. It was like you could tell that there was a real desire from most of the people in the room to like have the other people not do it. Yeah. Yep. And so then the people who were doing it said, okay, I probably shouldn't do this. You know, mm-hmm. it was great. It was fantastic because the opposite is fucking awful. See, you would think for such a rude movie goer that I am, I abide you, yeah. by the concert rules yeah. as well. And I was used to like a lot of kind of like concert hangers on yeah. at my old job. And uh, there was this one girl that would show up to all the concerts and Amazon shop. <laughs> she was, I swear to Shut God on my life, I swear she would be buying like booties for the fall. You know what's and funny? Then, that reminds me of something else I hate. Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at a, so I do that comedy show and uh, this guy that we both know mm-hmm. um, we'll just call him Deepak Heath. Chopra oh, no. we'll call him Heath and uh-huh. uh, Heath was at the show he came and I walked by him and he was in the comedy show and he was looking for uh, I think it was either bow ties or vests and he was oh, shopping for them at kidding? my comedy show. and I was like but you I know what Heath Heath, uh, yeah, but that's a bad call. That's a bad call. Yeah. I, and I was like, okay, man, you don't have to come. Right, right, right. And I don't think you need to shop for this oh my God, right now. Oh, shopping for bow ties, though. Yeah. Maybe he was looking no. up your name and yeah. ties no. just came up. No. no, no, he was. He wasn't Googling Bo Hufford and then it came up with a bow tie. <laughs> okay, so that's all the bug bites we have today. No, you don't get one today because you always get everything. No, I want to do a bug bite. No, you're not doing yes. it. Yes. Why? I nope. have one. You'll use it on another one. Okay. Now I don't want to tell my story. Okay, we were talking about famous people. And sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt us with that bug bite. Oh, no, it's uh, good. I was saying Lee was just like I had the pleasure of meeting him in real life. And, and he's so nice. Yes, he's really, really, really nice. He had like a crazy uh, background. Uh, wait, that, then I have a question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met somebody who, like a famous person that totally was a dick or not nice? <gasps> I have, and I'm wondering. You have? Well, I met lots of nice people that were like Michael Phelps was amazing. Michael Jay- Phelps, he's yeah. in. All your anecdotes. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, was Ryan Lochte looking at him <laughs> while you guys were meeting? <laughs> uh, Jason Mraz was so... Mraz? Yeah, yeah. Jason Mraz? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. You J- and Jason Mraz have the same nose. Shut up. I swear, you guys have a very similar nose. Uh, he was so gracious, so awesome, and we had a good conversation. He's cool. He's super yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I've met some famous... Like, I met Pamela Anderson, who was what? really nice with her kids. Holly Berry, uh, you know, Nicolas Cage, the Arquettes... Yeah, and they and they've all they were all nice. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Pamela Anderson, did you go? Yeah, right in her hair. I came in my pants immediately. I was gonna say. No, it was just like you know when you meet somebody, you're like, oh my god, that's this is a 
famous person and then they're really like gracious the arquettes are crazy but david arquette is so cute i think in like a crazy i was like oh man that so tell me so tell me though tell me okay do you want me to spill or not i I wonder if we can tell all of this there's no like statue limitations or whatever no okay so let's do this okay i'm gonna tell you like okay okay this is (laughs) so at my old job i had the pleasure of getting to meet and hang out with a lot of celebrities and interview them and i feel like it gave me license mostly in music correct yeah it was basically all music stars but we had a lot of crossover people, um, like Kevin Bacon was one that came okay. to the to the belly of. Did you interview Kevin Bacon? We didn't, but I met, him, but I like hung out okay. with him. Okay. So basically, it would be my job to like facilitate meet and greets um, and do the marketing and just basically like go take pictures on behalf of the club and sure. so be there with their fans, like sure. welcome them to the club, kind of everything from like hospitality to uh, what I think people would consider. Like a dream job, but like yeah. on the inside out, not so well. Cool. Once you do it for enough time, exactly. you're like, okay, sure, Kevin Bacon, right? You know what I mean? Exactly, right? Um, so it uh, kind of like the running theme that I found is like the more, the, the like higher esteemed the person, and the more the, the longer they had had fame, almost the nicer they had been because I almost feel like they oh, had really? time to like sort through their ego and then kind of be right. like, you know what? I- Maybe they'd had an up and a down, and they'd gone through all types of thing and realized that the people around them are really important when they're nice. Exactly. And, yeah. Like it always seemed like for real the most like long-term successful so an example of that is jimmy buffett like he was cool so cool and so nice so really? we podcasted with him and i was like late because i was at the dog beach with my dog and so i'm holding up jimmy buffett and like anyone else you know if it was like a band of today whoever you know insert pop sure. star if that was ariana grande like i don't think ariana would be like there waiting for the podcast host yeah. instead i was texting and everyone's like come on like jimmy buffett is sitting here waiting for you <laughs> and and he was as nice as could be i sat down and he was like tell me like what dog beach did you go to oh my dog loves to fish and like was as nice as can be and then uh ordered like this kind of like high-end tequila for all of us to do a shot of like it was one of those things where I left and I'm like okay he was so unbelievably nice but I also think that's because he's like settled in his fandom and it's not this new thing where he's right. like like now I'm gonna shit upon people because I'm like a new famous person sure. you know like but I think he also has to live a certain way because I mean he's created this world for himself that's like he lives on a boat and he travels to islands yeah, and he's no yeah. bad days and that's true. let's just drink and and that guy's got so much fucking money. That's the other thing. He has all oh, the time in the world too because he's just yeah, like he yeah. As he's sitting waiting for me, he's made more in his life than I will ever make. Like, yeah, you know, just as right. he's like passively um some of my favorites too that are super nice and like really ca- do care about their fans, Chris Isaac. Oh, nice. Uh Mick Fleetwood. No, oh, I love me, yeah. me too and he is ta- like I think he knows that he has that little twinkle in his eye and that he's like he's almost like flirty at his age you know but yeah, I like I can see that he's tall in my, in like when I got to take a photo with him and you could see in the photo I'm like in mid smell of smelling him I'm just like you yeah. smell so good <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like part of me wants you as my grandpa part of me wants you as my next boyfriend like I'm oh so confused my God. speaking of next oh I'm gonna spill Go. okay uh someone that I podcast I had two crushes on people that i podcasted with go for sean mullins who sings like rock by who yeah. afterwards uh i think he or one of us took each other's numbers and like what i know and Did i you had, talk uh he was wondering if i would like come to the show again that night shut up and it was like i was newly single <gasps> did you go no oh, i didn't oh you were gonna get that sean mullins i know dick. i know he was very cute um and very wonderful uh, mm-hmm. Okay, the second one is my version of my celebrity crush, which is there's this not Rob Schneider, but Bob Schneider, um, Bob Schneider is a musician from Austin, Texas. He dated like Sandra Bullock for a while. He's really great and awesome. And so he was always my like, like, what's the version of the person that you like? Who's that, that woman's name? Who? She like has a butthole that she shows to people in the public. <laughs> what, or she's a porn star. I forget what uh, what's who's your what's the name of the girl that you really think is so pretty and classy? No, no. Asakira. I, th- I think you got it wrong. What Asa I was Hull? saying, A- Asa Akira. Okay. So Asa Akira. <laughs> is, so I wasn't saying that's my celebrity crush. She's not. Like, no, 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 no. I've just seen like she's an amazing like like for someone who's in pornography, right? Who's mm-hmm. in porn. She has a podcast. She writes uh, books and writes articles on relationships and sex. And she has she's just multifaceted. She's not just like, I get fucked on camera. And I, I think that's really impressive. And I love her writings. If you look her up, she's really funny. My version of that, plus 
the like whoa baby it was this bo- this guy bob schneider who like i find him to be like breathtakingly cute like he's probably like the cutest boy i could uh. ever imagine and so <laughs> so for years you know i had worked at this venue and he would come in and i would just be like i, I can't even like you know i would kind of walk by to be like is everything okay okay good and i would run away and then then like throughout the years he would kind of like wax and wane in his uh weight like he would have big weights you know be chubby and skinny and i would always like like a chubby bob schneider everyone knew like people would be on the lookout for when he came in they would text me and be like he's chubby and i'd be like oh my god i can't handle this and so so one day i had to pick (laughs) him up from the airport or he needed a pickup from the airport and you got to and, do it and that this is like seven or eight years of me naming him as like the person that i thought was the most attractive like in this world you know and so uh so i had heard that he's like that he was really nice and flirty and stuff but everyone was always like meryl if you just like show him that you're a fan like you could sleep with him too you know like we've all done it so so <laughs> <laughs> like, i had a girl that was like it's not that hard but i didn't want to go there i just right. always was like oh my god i like so I, it was my job to go pick him up at the airport. So I like cleaned my Jeep out. Uh, I like did my hair. I feel like I got like my legs waxed. Like I don't even know why. I was I just did so much prep work like for the whole week. <laughs> and as I'm pulling up, he's standing against. It was like out of a movie where he was. Uh, this is crazy. He was standing up against like a kind of like a column of his hotel reading a paper and holding two muffins and he's and he gotten you a muffin he, bob schneider is standing there holding me a muffin and i'm just like i almost just drove like right off coronado bridge like, <laughs> and so so he so he gets in the car and i'm like oh my god thank you so much that's so sweet blah 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 we're just making small talk about the show that night like i'm yeah. trying to i'm like please do not let me like drive off the road i'm trying to like sneak a glimpse here and there in my like mirror i mean it, he looks like he always looks in the pictures like he's in the back of my car and I hear his phone. (laughs) I hear his phone ring and he's talking to someone and he's like, yeah, um, I'm on my way to the venue. Like, uh, they got me like a hot girl driver. And so, Oh my. And I like, I'm turning around. Like, is he talking about me? Is there someone else like driving? I'm like, (laughs) I'm so driver. And so I was like, Oh my God, Bob Schneider called me like a hot girl driver. I can't even handle this. And so, uh, so anyway, like a few years later, he ended up being one of my favorite podcast guests in the entire world. Like he's very cool. Really? I can't handle it. But Bo's showing me a picture of him right now. Wow. Bob Schneider. Bob Schneider. Out of control hot. Is he super? Uh, he's yeah. really tall. He's like six something. He is. Okay. He's destructive to my. Like if Bob Schneider called you or texted you right now and said, hey, I'm newly single. Uh, really wouldn't want to see you. Jack understands. That would probably be my, <laughs> like, that would be, that would be Jack's version of like a Heidi Klum or, you know, someone that's like oh, untouchable. That he, he's into is Heidi Klum. <clears throat> no, he's more into maybe like Elizabeth Banks. I haven't. Oh ha- uh, yeah, I get it. I think she's, that's his like fun think, and goofy. Yeah. Like, I also, I feel like Jack would like, like an Elizabeth Banks, but like data Tina Fey. Like that's, that's really? kind of his like type in general. Okay. Um, I'm sweating now for real. Even just thinking really? about this. Okay. So we'll go into Okay, so other nice people. Uh, oh, you'll like this. Uh, CeeLo was really nice, blah, 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 blah. Who cares about this? Okay, but wait, 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 wait. I don't really care about the nice exactly, people. Exactly, okay. Like, that's fine, but like, this is a shit show. It is a shit show. I so want we'll you to talk, talk about, to people who are assholes. Okay, okay, let's, okay, so my last good, which you'll like, is our friend, our mutual friend, Beth. Uh, we had the band LMFAO there for like a party, remember? Oh, you know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Beth went backstage and they all wore wear like very skinny kind of like zebra pants, you know, like really tight right, latex right. pants. And in the back, they ha- on their writer, the list of things that they want is like Magnum condoms. And so like, you know, so there's a bowl of Magnum condoms basically like right out there backstage. And Beth being as like awesome as she is, holds up the Magnum condom and then like points to one of the little boys wearing like a tight skin tight pants. And she's like, these ain't for you, honey. Like I could see that. <laughs> so, I mean, this is at the time they have like the number one songs on like hit radio. And Beth is like holding up a Magnum condom being like, not you, not you, not you. <laughs> So and yeah, they were awesome. So, okay, there's been some not nice people too. Tell me. Um, I have found that the most like angsty people are have been people from like the 80s that now are like either one hit wonders or they're a little bit washed up or hurting. Okay. So, uh, the guys from Cheap Trick. Okay. And Foreigner. Uh huh. And um, there was a guy that sang. He sang the song "Cars." I think his name was like Gary, Gary Newman or Gary something. Okay. Oh, I feel so bad, but this is the truth. This is this is. I my, want the truth. Okay. Stop him and hawing. This is my personal experience. Okay. So the show, I don't think, was doing that well, and I think we were trying to do like radio 
interviews with him and I was going down to like facilitate like, oh, this is what radio station you're talking to right now. This is what like he was here. You know, he was there. And I think he or I know he was very kind of like rude and short with me and just kind of like almost acting like he was too good to be doing anything. And and meanwhile, I'm like, honey, I don't want to be here. It's like my dinner time and I'm trying to like sell your like four tickets more to your show. You know, so (laughs) like I'm sure he could be a lovely man, but in real. But my personal experience with him wasn't the nicest that he was a dick Mm -hmm. uh the toughest one that i had was modest yahoo really yes i had a my out of like probably 89 or 90 podcast episodes uh at the belly up i kind of left each one being like damn i support their music i love them he was one that i left that i'm like "Eh -eh." so so I think he's still, I mean, I know he's not really like the Hasidic Jew kind of anymore. Yeah. Like, I think he kind of went away from that. But he he has something like, I don't know if he still doesn't want to like touch women or make eye contact with women or whatever. But I honestly felt like the whole time he wouldn't even like look me in the eye or speak to me at all. Yeah. Like I would ask him a question and he would turn away and like just look to, at my co-host. So much so that after our interview, I, I went home and Googled, does Modest Yahoo hate women? And all these stories came up about how he like kicked a woman photographer and he was like getting into a Twitter fight about like with a woman about how ugly her baby was. Like what? He, behind the scenes, I also think like his fans bring him these offerings of like vegan cheese and all these stuff that they like think that he likes. And I, he kind of like took the vegan cheese from a fan and like threw it away. Like I saw him. And I know. And so, um, it was an interview where like we had a bunch of people watching us do the interview and when the cameras were off he was like barking orders at people my we had a hairdresser in there for for us and like a makeup gal and i looked over and she's sweating bullets like on behalf of me and so really? we still to this day we talk about how awkward and weird it was i just think he would also like request kind of like sorority girls to be there. And there's a lot going on behind the scenes. So I just feel like a lot of people, and it it would be one thing if it's like, okay, you're a rock star. How do you request that? So on your like writer, basically when you, when you like advance the show, that's pretty much you talk about in advance what people would want for the show. And they want sorority girls at the show? Uh Uh-huh. Like masseuse. Like, Oh, just kind of, you know, like, uh, (laughs) they bring in, Alpha, gamma, phi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> vegan. Here's your sorority girls. Like, well, what do we do? What if he's like, not the Jewish ones? They're too chubby. But he's like pretending he's like this is a very oh, Hasidic Jew. So, like, my impression with that was, I think his fans have a different like uh, version of what might be actually like be like. Yeah, but who is he anymore? Like, is he really uh, popular? I, I mean, he sold. He sells out like a couple nights, and yeah. like hmm. I said, I'm sure he's a lovely person in some context. It was the personal context in which I was with him, he like, I would say something during the interview and he'd be like, that's great for you. And so I started kind of like getting combative with him. I'm like, is that great for me? Tell me how. And like people were like melting behind the scenes because I'm like, I don't really care. You know, this isn't right. I'm not going to get fired from this podcast. Yeah. 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 You're just being an asshole. Yeah, exactly. But Um, I mean, I I can't think of one thing that modest Yahoo has done in the last 10 years. Besides hate women. And yeah, it's, it's sort of, I kind of think of it as like, Sorry, it might piss some people off here, but like sublime. It's like they're still living off that first record. Right. When the lead singer was even dead then, when that record came out. You know what I mean? It's like you're 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 going off this fame that was like a long time ago. You got nothing new that's interesting. Exactly. And then you're 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 a dick too. It's and, like And I think also he's underestimating the p- type of people that had come through the venue where I'm like Okay, Modest Yahoo, like, here's a picture of me last night, like, hugging Kenny Loggins. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, right. the, like, tomorrow you'll be gone, and then, like, Mick Fleetwood will be back. So, like, right. and here to stay. So, it's just right, kind of, right. like... like The he, tried and true for... Yeah. And, yeah. and it was just a lot of, like, preciousness of being, like, I did this diet where I... I think he's into, like, the macrobiotic diet, or he used to be, and he was, like, I sit alone in the dark and, like, chew my brown rice 35 times, and then I swallow. And, like, I appreciate self-growth, but he kind of was like holier than thou in the way that he was like, I don't have time for this or that. And so it would almost speak to like the Gwyneth Paltrow part of me. That's like, wow, you're self-righteous too. Just like me. But like <laughs> it was more done in a non-friendly wow. way. Um, hmm. So I would say that was my like weirdest experience. The other thing I found is like a lot of new indie bands, like, like a band like Foster the People, they were nice, but the people around them, I were think assholes. had trouble. I think it's like their parents, their sisters, like, 
are now mm. part of like we know someone that's famous and so it's like and those people are awful it's, so it's almost like the people connected with the famous people it's are funny more... i just did i can't talk about any specifics on this so, and i apologize but i was asked um to help handle celebrities through a close friend for a special event mm-hmm. so they were going to be celebrities there and they're like hey i want somebody that i can trust that can deal with these people and if something comes up they know how to solve a problem and I trust you and I want you to do this and I said no problem I can help you so I did it and there were there were two well actually three stars that I was dealing with um gosh can I tell this yes tell I don't it. know I don't know well say what your personal experience is because that's not slander okay, it's just- at this event and I won't say the <laughs> oh, event yeah. I won't say the event but at this event I was handling a couple people one the the bass guitarist for Metallica. Okay. So I was working one-on-one with him. Uh, next, I was dealing with two people from the show Stranger Things. One of them is my crush. And if yeah. you Google Bob Schneider, my other crush, you can figure out who the other crush is. I like tall, lumberjacky type of people. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was handling these people. But one of the people was a young up-and-coming star who mm-hmm. has relatively well famous parents okay Okay. and they're gonna be uh they they are trying to be the next version of this okay um so (laughs) it started very graciously everyone's happy everything is good and then there's a little bit of a delay and we're talking like 15 to 20 minutes okay things are happening Things are moving. It's a, a big live event and things are, are, are kind of going along, but it's a little bit delayed. Okay. This younger up and coming person starts to lose their shit. No. I have plans. I don't want to be here. Blah, blah. Now, meanwhile, this whole event is going to introduce this person and really celebrate them. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed was, yes, this actress was kind of losing their shit and was being a little bit of a brat. But more than that, more than that is the people around her that yes. worked for her were completely like just the biggest jerks. They, they take it to the next oh, level of like it was ego just and like, entitlement. And- it was almost like, don't come in this room, even though I was supposed to be like helping. Like, no one is allowed in this room. Uh, you need to get this figured out, blah, 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 like yelling. And it's like, uh, I don't think you understand. Like, you can go fuck yourself. Right, you exactly. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Call like, me in like 17 years yeah. from like the Santa Monica Rehab You're Center. You're acting like I'm working for money. Exactly, And I'm yeah. not. I'm helping. So <laughs> and plus, you and I, I are like older. Like, right. no one, yeah, I, I, don't, don't I don't even have it in me to be like scared anymore. Yeah, I don't care or, about this 17-year-old girl who's yeah, got yeah, yeah. famous parents. It's like, give me a break. You guys can wait fucking 15 minutes it's not a big deal you're gonna have a room full of people screaming your name and going like oh my gosh i'm so excited about this new whatever character you know it's like i don't it's so uh excuse me little girl have you heard of campfire shit show (laughs) (laughs) oh boy i mean uh my last thing that i'll say is that like i'm a big i love women like i really i mean i know we've talked about this before but like i love meeting powerful awesome women and i feel like i i haven't i mean i'm sure there's like bitchy divas out there i know that they but like the level of women that i was meeting was more like winona judd like vanessa carlton like uh uh, the alanis's and tori amos's and you know like the the natalie fucking merchant like where i'm like i'm so i love meeting famous people but even more i just like like i don't know what it is but like a a woman like that is so awesome so like someone yeah. like a vanessa carlton who brought her like dachshund and was so 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 nice and cool like that's more where i'm like whoa i'm not worthy because like yeah. i don't know i feel like women are just like magical uh this actually brings up do you have more so a couple of years ago lauren and i went on a casting for what we thought was a show about best friends and we kind of went and we're honest so the casting director was like you know, Lauren and I are definitely like a yin yang to each other. Like she's tall and blonde. I'm shorter and brown haired, you know, and so <laughs> like shorter and less blonde. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shorter and naturally not blonde. And so um, she is silly, but but in a more kind of like contained way. And I'm more like the what, you know, weird and crazy and zany yeah. and stuff like that. So if we were going to get paired up in a situation, I would think it would be where I would be like the zany one that could kind of be like the sure. daredevil and she would be more of like the straight-ish character that is like deadpan but still really funny, blah, blah, blah. So um, 
so we were trying out for for a show about best friends and then I never heard from them I just thought okay it just kind of dissipated into the universe like nothing's ever going to come from it it was months later uh Lauren asked if I could come do like a a test marketing thing she said oh we have we're part of a focus group uh they need one more person can you come up to LA you'll make two hundred dollars it'll be really fun just do it with me and then we'll go out to eat like before okay so So she's luring you to LA she's luring me so I said yes of course and so I drove up to LA thinking that I would be eating lunch with her and then we were going to do a focus group I was going to make two hundred dollars and then drive back down to San Diego right so we arrived at the Italian restaurant that we were going to for lunch. As soon as I walked in, I saw a waiter that had like a little earpiece. And my first thought when I walked in was like, oh, my God, they're like, you know, that's so sweet that they're hiring like a hard of hearing person. <laughs> like, I think that's very sweet. Everyone's an equal opportunist and yes. deserves the right to work, even though yes. they can't hear. OK, so uh, and then we sat down. I was it was just kind of fishy from the start where I was asking the waiter like what he recommended and he didn't know anything about what the specials were. And I was like, sure. The the information was limited. Something was just wrong. Something was wrong. So, and Lauren told me there was some kind of like, like uh concave, like there's these mirrors. Yeah. Like like for some reason. Yeah. For some reason when I, I mean, there was mirrors all around, but like I said, to the, to the naked eye, when you first walk in, it just seems like a normal restaurant. Right. Um, there's, it was like Lauren and I, and I think like a bunch of waiters and then like one other guy just sitting there at the, so the restaurant still hadn't like filled up yet. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I sit down and Lauren goes to the bathroom and then comes back and is just kind of sitting down and is, uh, I asked what she wants to get and I'm like, maybe I'll have the Caesar salad. And she starts launching into like what she's going to get, but she's doing it in a Jay Leno impression. (laughs) So (laughs) she's like, you know, I can't even really do it. But so she was, uh, saying stuff in a Jay Leno impression and like Lauren is an impressionist so it's not far off for her to be doing that right and then I'm like okay anyway and then two seconds later she's speaking but then doing it in like a Kim Kardashian so she's just out of like doing these weird character impressions and in my mind I thought there was like like a casting director or someone of note that is like at a near behind it. So I'm like, maybe the guy is someone that she knows and she wants to just casually show her. She's trying to pull up Beyonce at the gas station. Exactly. And so I'm just kind of like, yep, keep going with it. Like I'm here to support you. You know, I will act in any way. So she's doing it and it's kind of getting a little weirder and weirder, but whatever. Uh, I love that. Like my best friend can speak in like a Jay Leno impression. I'm like, just that's normal. And so, yeah. uh, Then I think I, I put in my order and Lauren starts saying like I don't think you should get that I think you should actually eat more fruit and like not drink so much coffee because you're looking really tired these days and so So she's just kind of out of character kind of saying shitty things to you yeah so she's launching into like insults to me but let me say at this point we should kind of describe why she's doing this yeah so this whole time Lauren's acting out of character. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's in on this joke. There's a new show called... Wait, maybe should we tell again? I'm such a bad linear story. No, no, no. It's okay. fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm going to tell this part. And so they'll okay. be like... So when do we reveal... Right now. Okay. okay. And then okay. we'll talk about... Yeah. Okay. So this whole time, uh, Lauren is being fed information through an earpiece herself. Mm-hmm. And then the, the time that she got up to go to the bathroom, they mic'd her. Yes. Right. They yep. put a mic on her and it was for this new TV show called Deal With It. Mm-hmm. And it was hosted or produced by uh, Howie Mandel. Exactly. So, so he's in the back kitchen at this restaurant yes. that's totally been set up to film you. Yep. Kind of as a prank. Mm-hmm. Right. And you didn't know what was going on, obviously, but uh, you could just tell that something's wrong with Lauren and that she's acting so weird. And out she was of acting so weird to me. And I had gone up with my boyfriend at the time. And I, I really thought that he was proposing to me. Right. So this whole time that she's talking, uh, and saying these mean things like, Oh, you should eat more fruit. You're not, you're not eating right. These are things that Howie Mandel is feeding to her to say to you. Yes. But it's kind of getting like out of character for her one, but two kind of mean. It was beginning like, to freak me out. It was also like, this is so weird and dark, but this was the, the beginning of when all kind of like the public like shootings started happening too. So I'm like, is, has Lauren brought me here to murder me? And then I was, oh my I'm God. running through my head being like, I think I trust her. I think I trust her. But so, like, it was so just yeah, very so this, weird. This like, whole time at that same time, you would, you're, you 
were in a relationship long enough to where you thought that maybe this was the moment she was acting weird that maybe this was the moment I thought this would be that, the perfect scenario yeah. like my best friend is throwing me off all of a sudden this person is going to like come in with like a mariachi band and yeah. you know and then it's and like, then it's going to be a proposal yeah. so then you're like oh my god this is the moment of a proposal but it wasn't it no. was this show and so you, <laughs> you keep kind of going on with it thinking that these are all just random weird things to like lure you into this proposal so I'm trying to sit there at lunch and she's like telling me I think you should really like do you do you can you go to the car and like put on deodorant like just these weird things where i'm like you're act, i keep telling her you're acting so weird i don't Meanwhile, understand the way lauren is telling the story she's like yeah they're telling me to say these awful things and howie mandel is like yelling at her like yelling at her in, in her earpiece like tell her that she needs to lose weight or tell her that this <laughs> and, and and like lauren is like i'm totally against this idea but like this is for the show and of course you're going to go with it because you're like well they know better than i know exactly and, and the stuff that she's saying isn't far off like yeah. i do need to eat more fruit i do drink a ton of coffee like i could use a little bit more deodorant. so at some point you uh you kind of do something out of like just out of nowhere you tap on like one of the people that are sitting in another table so i i got the feeling i got that weird kind of like truman show feeling where i'm like yeah. i feel like something is going on so if it is going yeah. to go down it's going to go down on my merit and i'm yeah. going to drag this whole thing down so yeah i saw the guy next to me so i love this part of the story <laughs> so i i tapped the guy next to me i really genuinely yeah, felt out like, of nowhere there was yeah. nothing that primed you to do it but in in pure meryl form you just to say Okay, I'm going to tap this guy on the shoulder. I tap, just said, tap. let me like poke literally at my environment to see if like right. if something in my environment is weird. Because I was just right. getting this weird feeling. I like, love, I love this part. Like my spidey senses were tingling. So, so you tap him on the shoulder so and what I do you say? So I tap this man and he turns around like quickly, like I'm here. And so he turns around and, and he launches into. Without, what did you ask him? Do you remember? I just said, hello. And I like tapped him. And then for he no reason. He turns around. He spins around and says what? And he's like, hello, I'm Robert, a plastic surgeon. Uh. <laughs> Your face looks really asymmetrical. <laughs> I think would you, would you come to my office and and like all of a sudden whips out like a um like a sharpie basically like a you know a sharpie uh, 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 as yeah. though he was going to like graft my skin and but like, out of nowhere there's no conversation nope. that leads so at this point it. i know that there's okay like, like that's, this is obviously an actor who doesn't realize that his part really isn't supposed to come yes. yet and i was like this is beverly hills but like it's not that bad where someone's about to like <laughs> give you a consultation for plexus surgery like with on the first sight <laughs> <laughs> i really feel like it's that moment in truman show where everything's breaking down and the actors don't know what to do and they're like uh line Line. Yes, that's where, yeah, yeah, he just turned around so quickly and you could tell he's like, I got to make my $30 this yeah, hour. And so. then what Lauren, the way Lauren describes at this moment, Howie Mandel is losing his mind she in her ear. She fucking knows, she knows. Yeah, she God knows. Damn God it. damn yeah. it. So fuck. Howie Mandel is screaming at Lauren. Lauren's trying to maintain, half of me is just waiting for my ravioli to come out. The other half is like. Hoping that a proposal happens. <laughs> and the third part is like, maybe we're on a TV show. So I take the marker and I say, oh, thank you. And I take the marker from the man, from the yeah. actor, you know, and. I start to draw on him. And I say, let me do this to you first. Oh, I love it. So this poor unsuspecting guy that's like probably just living in Glendale and like thinking that this is his big break now has a girl like now I'm doing it to him and I'm saying, oh, this looks like symmetrical on you and I'm drawing a penis on his face. Oh, and at that (laughs) point, I I bet Howie Mandel is losing it. Yeah. And the the way Lauren describes it though is that like Howie Mandel was kind of a dick. He was just, I think he, we were kind of our flagship episode for them. Yeah. And I think, you know, they had productions, probably they're paying a lot of money. Yeah. I I think it it was probably unsettling to him at how disjointed, like. How how they had set this thing up that was going to be successful and really within one half hour, you just burnt it all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of I course think- you did. <laughs> of course you did. So now like, the actor's going home with like <laughs> penis marker all over his face. All the <laughs> months of preparation, renting that space, and then they didn't realize just hiring you was going to screw everything Yes, and up. the big thing that Lauren and I kind of reflect back on is they should have switched us. Like, like Right, you, you should know. have been the one doing weird stuff, getting talked to, exactly. not it, her. Because which is weird because in our initial casting months ago for what I thought was a different show, like we had said, I'm the zany one, I'm the irreverent one, you know, like, like, so it wouldn't, I think we could have gone further with our levels because I could have kind of like gone there and Lauren would just be like, you know, so, so anyway, so, so at this point I'm drawing all over the man and I'm kind of like, and I, I go to, I say, let's take a selfie like of, you know, me and this guy. And so I take Lauren's phone and at this point I'm like, I just need to like quickly see what's happening. So I take Lauren's phone and I say, to I want to take, take a selfie a, of me and the guy. Yeah. And, um, I quickly, like I go to pretend to look at the camera and I go to Lauren's messages and oh, I see sneaky. her texting her husband saying, 
we just arrived. I don't think she has a clue like that it's happening, basically. Like, uh-huh. So she's texting Matt. So I, that was the first text that I see. And all of a sudden I yell like, I knew it. I knew it. You know, like, I don't have a clue. And so at that point, the waiter like rips out his earpiece and is like, everyone's like, everyone's like, fuck it. It's over. The waiter just comes out. It's over. And I'm just like, where is my ravioli? <laughs> like, and so uh, so they said, you know, thank you for playing. But you guys were on a show. Uh and we go back to collect our. They, I think we they they, they needed to unmike Lauren. They said thank you for playing, but you guys like didn't you earn lost. anything. You basically lost. You were on a game show, and I'm like I'm still so confused. And at this point, I'm genuinely hungry. Like the guy next to me has a penis marker on his face, and so, uh, and I'm like, wait, this waiter really isn't like hard of hearing. Like, like that's, that's so sad to me. So then I start to kind of look around and see all the mirrors that which are really cameras, and um, I go back to you know back behind the quote-unquote kitchen with lauren and there is sitting howie mandel and so i'm just like he's half he was very nice he was kind of like you can tell he was bummed for the sake of the production but he was like really nice like i was like i was not expecting you sir (laughs) like very nice to meet you and so uh he was super super nice did that fist bump with us and like i think for the stress that he put in yeah. her ear he wasn't like that like in real life when we met him and okay. then all of a sudden down the stairs comes like this showgirl like a you know a vegas showgirl in their headpiece and the diamonds and dressed like that so she would have been like at the next level following her is a midget <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, they had set up all these crazy things yeah so like to happen and you squashed it in five minutes exactly so I, we ended <laughs> up winning each about seven hundred dollars because we had gotten to the level of like tell her she needs to eat more fruit tell her that you gotcha. know i don't know if the plastic surgeon ended well that's a good experience it was a good experience it was super funny and the whole rest of the day i couldn't shake myself of like feeling like we were still and i'm like okay and then the show is still going so like we were that would be the ultimate thing where you think you're part of a show where then it's like they turn it into like you do meet howie mandel and then you think you're going home but you're actually the show is just starting yeah 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 so like when lauren was backing up out of the car spot like i'm like okay go ahead and hit this car behind us because like i know what's gonna happen <laughs> so, like the whole rest of the, i think two days later i was like lauren would text me and she's like we're fine you're I, fine I, I would think that would build a lot of anxiety and maybe like you think everything's just fake at that point i felt a little of like traumatic stress after yeah, not, I mean, a little not PTSD. in a dramatic way but in, yeah just yeah I, I was unbelieving of things for about like I love a day story. or two so yeah it was really good I just keep swinging at these shows and yeah. I keep one well, of these days. I I'll wanted hit it. to have you tell that story because in fact, this entire time between <laughs> that show and now has all been a setup. And so let's bring out Howie Mandel. Come Good. on out, Howie. Nice to meet you. You know, I, I think we got to go we got to go. But before we do, I want you to know that it's important to me that you feel connected to this show at all turns. So I think you should do your bug bite. <gasps> oh my God, I forgot I didn't even do one. Yeah. Bo, that's very sweet. Yeah. You saved the best for last. Yeah, so go ahead. Okay, I have a, that's very sweet that you brought it back. I yeah. honestly forgot. Yeah. My bug bite. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. No. <laughs>